it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Through the high iron fence of the formal gardens within, 
but seldom did they glimpse the mistress of the estate. Miss Cora Holbrook, age 37. Lovely of face and lonely of spirit. Martha. Martha. Yes, Miss Holbrook? Will you tell the cook, please, that dinner was very good? And to send some warm milk up to my bedroom. You... You're going to bed now, ma'am? Yes, I'm rather tired. I'll read a while in bed. Yes, ma'am. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. Yes? Would it be all right if I took the evening off? I... I halfway promised Mr. Anderson. You've been seeing quite a bit of him, haven't you? Yes, ma'am. We thought tonight we'd drive down by the river... It's so warm, and there's a full harvest moon. Martha, what do you and Mr. Anderson talk about? Well, uh... Me, perhaps? Oh, oh no, Miss Holbrook. I never discuss you with anybody. Because they're not interested, I suppose. That's the way I want it, to be forgotten. And to forget. Excuse me, ma'am, but... Is there something wrong? No. No, I'm just tired. Oh, you need to get out more, ma'am. Staying indoors and just walking around the garden isn't enough. Martha. Well, I shouldn't speak out, ma'am, but I've known you longer than anyone. Ever since you were little. I say it's wrong to cut yourself off this way. You used to be so gay and careful. Martha. I I beg your pardon, ma'am. You may have the evening off, Martha. Thank you, ma'am. See to it that you meet Mr. Anderson outside the gate. Yes, ma'am. Good night, ma'am. Good night, Martha. Ah, this move. Ah, just coming up over the river. Full yellow. Ah, and a hero. Children on a hayride. Miss Holbrook, are you still downstairs? Yes, Martha. Have you seen that book on Lord Byron that I was reading? No, ma'am, but the front door. I know, Martha. Will you please tell Mr. Anderson he is not to come to my front door? Oh, he wouldn't do that, ma'am. Besides, it's too early for him. I can't imagine who... It really doesn't matter, Martha, who it is. Send him away. Oh, yeah, yes, ma'am. I'm Dr. Armstead. There's been a terrible accident. Oh, Miss Holmes. You have your orders, Martha. I'm sorry, doctor. You're sorry? Well, I am, too, because I'm coming in. Oh, sir, Miss Holbrook, I'm Dr. Armsby. Yes? Didn't you hear my name? I'm afraid you don't understand. There's been an accident almost at your front gate, a wagon load of children on a hayride. I was driving along behind them and saw it. A truck tried to pass and sideswiped the wagon. There were about 20 injured. Oh. Then the telephone is in the hallway. That can wait. First, I want hot water, soap, disinfectants, blankets, and sheets. Uh, we're bringing the injured in here. Well, Dr. Arnsby, I'm truly sorry about the accident, but this is not a hospital. Well, I realize that, and also that the nearest hospital is in the county seat 45 miles from here. In that case, Doctor, the children have their homes. It's only eight miles back to town. Miss Holbrook, you will have to accept my word that the injured are in no condition to be moved. Now, I'll call the hospital and have them send nurses and anesthetics. 
Meanwhile, please tell your servants to clear your first floor rooms. Put sheets and blankets on the divans and lay out mattresses on the floors. Eat all the hot water you can and keep eating. I'm sorry to be so abrupt. I don't wish to order you about. And I don't intend to be ordered about, but there are the children. You may bring them in, Doctor. Put a new needle in this syringe, please. My arm hurts. It's not bad. Doctor, I put some coffee for you on the table. Oh, thanks, sir. By the way, what is your name? Martha, sir. All right, Martha. Will you start tearing up some rolls of drawers? We'll need miles of it to tie on this room. Yes, sir. Dr. Armstrong. Yes. I have had one of the guest rooms open for you whenever you wish to rest. Oh, thanks, but there'll be no time for that. Well, in any case... Good night. I'm very tired. Oh, just a minute, Miss Holbrook. Uh, get some hot water and gauze and wash up some of these children, will you? Uh, try to be as gentle as possible. Oh, but, Doctor, she's Miss Holbrook. She has hands, hasn't she? Uh, I'm sure you understand. We need every pair of ministering hands we can get tonight. Yes, Doctor. Yes, of course. You'll get well, dear. But first, clean hands and a clean face are tough to cure, you see. There you are, Tommy. <laughs> I knew there was a handsome boy underneath all that dirt. Oh, what a broken arm. Well, I had one every single winter when I used to ice skate. Who's next? Now you, Helen. Bobby. And Carol. Miss Holbrook, can yes. I have you a minute? Yes. Uh, we haven't phoned the parents yet. It's getting late and they'll be wondering what's keeping the children. Now, I've made a list of all the families. Will you phone them and explain? Uh, give as little detail as possible, but uh, reassure them in case they've heard rumors. I'm sorry, Doctor. But I couldn't, possibly. Well, why not? Well, I... I'm out of touch with Holbrook people. I, I haven't set foot in Holbrook in 16 years. I understand that, but I'm too busy to call everybody myself. Above all, I don't want hysterical parents rushing out here. I, I need every minute to try and save their children. Now, is Dr. Armsby, I cannot talk to them. I know what the town says about me, what they have been saying for 16 years. Doctor, I have taken too much. I owe the town nothing. It's an impenetrable fence, isn't it? I beg your pardon. The fence you've built around your estate and your heart. Doctor, I... Wait. Perhaps you'll feel better if I cross one name off that list. Here. Oh. Now will you help me? Ryan, this is Cora Holbrook calling you. Yes, Cora Holbrook.
moment, we will return to the second act of The Night of the Hayride, starring Loretta Young. I guess all of us have a long list of children we want to remember at Christmas. I know our list just seems to grow and grow every year. And it's quite a problem to see that each one receives an equal gift. That is, it was until we found the perfect answer in the Hallmark card collection at our store. Now we send the Hallmark Christmas stocking card to some and the Hallmark Magic Money Tree card to the others, and everyone's happy. Because what youngster doesn't love a present of ten shiny silver dimes? You see, these Hallmark cards are designed to be a present and a Christmas greeting rolled into one. The Magic Money Tree, for instance, has a dazzling Christmas tree on the outside. Its bright green branches are hung with tinsel. And then for extra magic, you decorate the tree with ten silver dimes. Just put the dimes in the gum circles on the branches, and they look like silver bells. The verse inside the card says, Money doesn't grow on trees. That's almost always true. But here's a magic Christmas tree that's growing dimes for you. Merry Christmas. Can you think of a nicer Christmas present for the little folks on your list? You'll find the Hallmark Magic Money Tree card, along with the new Hallmark Christmas stocking card, on the display counters of fine stores across the country. And, of course, they, too, have that distinguished hallmark which says, you cared enough to send the very best. Now back to James Hilton and the second act of The Night of the Hayride, starring Loretta Young. The hours of that night passed slowly. The harvest moon was setting in the west before Dr. Armsley fastened the last flint and checked the final bandage. The injured children slept, all save one. Cora Holbrook bent over her and placed a cool hand on the flushed cheek. Didn't Dr. Armsley give you a sedative? Oh, uh, uh, what? <laughs> it's something to make you sleep. Yes, but I can't. Why? It was all my fault. Oh, now, now, you must It was. I asked my father if we could have a hayride. Yes. I asked him to get the wagon for us, and I invited everybody. It was all my idea. What's your name, dear? Sally. Sally Reeves. Yes. And you're 13 years old. Oh. Did I tell you? No. right here behind the divan. This is my library, you see, and the rest of the children are in the other rooms. So if we're very quiet, they won't hear us. Years and I, Isn't I, that reason enough to play it now? 
I'm just fixing some fresh coffee. There's no need for you to get up, Martha. But you've got to get your rest, too, ma'am. It's gone. Oh, no. And that's why I want you to go back to bed. Yes, ma'am. Martha. Ma'am? Martha, what happened to Dr. Thurston? Did he leave Holbrook? Oh, he died, ma'am. Last summer. Oh. Oh, I, I didn't know. And then Dr. Armsby has replaced him? Yes, ma'am. He's such a fine doctor. But there's so little he can do with the nearest hospital 45 miles away. I suppose. That's why he wants to build one here in Holbrook. Martha, do you, uh... Do you know what his wife is like? Oh, he's not married, ma'am. Oh? That's all, Martha. Yes, ma'am. I hope that's for me. Oh. I'm sorry. Did I startle you? Well, I, I'm not used to people hovering in doorways. Uh, how long have you been there, Doctor? Only a second. Oh. Yes, sir. Why, yes, of course. Huh. I have to give the carter boy another transfusion. Oh. He'll be all right now. Mm. Tired? Dead. Mm. And you? Dead. That's an appropriate description for this place. How many rooms are there in this mausoleum? There are 31, but I don't consider it a mausoleum. It's my home. I was born here, and my father and his father, no. No, this is my citadel, my fortress. Mm -hmm. Mm. Against the town your great-grandfather founded, the people of Holbrook. Then you know my story. Well, I don't believe everything I hear. <laughs> I was in love once. Unbelievable as it may seem now, Doctor. The man is now your town banker. Jason Reed. Jason Reed. I was 21. The day before we were to be married, he eloped with my best friend. I went to Europe to forget. When I came home, I was greeted with pity, amusement, smug satisfaction. The town had seen a Holbrook humbled. Well, I wouldn't take it from them. Why should I? I owe the town nothing, and for 16 years, I have made myself forget its very existence. And then last night, you snapped out of it. Last night, you took the children of the town into your home. You did a hundred unpleasant tasks. Blood-stained, frightened boys and girls. You even played a lullaby for the daughter of the man you hate. Sally's a sweet child. Why should I take out my bitterness on her? More important, why should you take it out on yourself? You could put stuff in you. Oh, don't hide it. You're 37, aren't you? No, no, don't look away. What does my age matter? I'm old. I've let myself go. 
my face, my skin, Cora, my hair. Cora, look at me. You're not old. And you look, you look wonderful. Cora, the best part of your life can still be ahead. It depends on you what you do with it. You can stay here, cut yourself off from the world, secure, forgotten, or you can return to life. You can be the best-liked woman in this county. I'm sorry, Doctor. I'm tired. I have got to get some rest. Cora, don't run back into your citadel. Stop building fences around yourself. It's too late, Doctor. It's too late. Cora! Did Dr. Amesbury say you could get dressed? Yes. He says I'm well enough to go home now. Oh. Some of the others are going with me. Oh, I see. Well, I'm very happy to have met you, Sally. Thank you. Miss Holbrook. Yes? You've changed your hair, haven't you? You're much prettier than last night. Oh, my Sally. Miss Holbrook. Yes, yes. My father is here. He told me he'd like to see you. I'm sorry, Sally, but I'm very busy. He'll understand. You you, you go and tell him that... I do. I don't blame you, Cora. Jay. I never expected to see the inside of this house again. Or to see you. Time has dealt kindly with you, Cora. Uh, Sally, you'd better run along, dear. Yes, I'm... I'm the one to be embarrassed, Cora, not you. I have much to be ashamed of and more to be grateful for. The whole town here. The town? Yes. Oh? Everybody. Oh. If you hadn't heard the accident last night, if you hadn't gotten here so quickly and called Dr. Honesty when you did, some of our children would have been lost. Jason, who told you that? Dr. Honesty. Oh, I see. If there's ever anything I can do for you, Cora, if any of us can ever help, you know where to come. You'll always be welcome. Thank you, Jason. Thank you very much. people are under the impression that I saved the children. You gave them that impression. I did, and I hope you won't make a liar out of I'm not sure why you felt impelled to make me seem better than I am. Cora. Nevertheless, it did open my eyes to a need. Holbrook should have a hospital. It should. Would you say that this house would do as a beginning, this 
31 room mausoleum of mine? That would be ideal, but where would you live? Well, I thought that out. I can build a smaller place somewhere in a property. Now, if the plan is satisfactory with the town authorities, I'll instruct my attorney to draw up the papers. And then? That's all. I, uh, I just thought I should discuss it with you. Then, thank you, Miss Holbrook. Good night. Good night. Martha? Yes, Miss Holbrook. Martha, I am still looking for that book. Can't you help me? You don't really want to read, do you? Oh, I thought you'd gone. Look, Doctor, I happen to enjoy reading in the evening. On an evening like this? Oh, come on. I want to show you something. No, I really don't... Now, no arguments. Just follow me. Now, look over those trees. The harvest moon. Yes. Just coming up over the river. Full and yellow. I stood here last night watching it. Before you came. It's the same moon, but not the same woman. Cora, you can't fight your way back. Your gift to the town is only half a gift, because you still aren't giving yourself. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Yes, last night, you made me forget myself. You made me help others who needed kindness and care. You made me serve others. You made me forget my... my self-pity. <laughs> Perhaps that's the cure I should have sought long ago. Hmm? That's only part of what I meant. Cora, that little house you're going to build, it mustn't be another citadel. You can keep out the world, but you can't keep out loneliness. Loneliness? Believe me, I know, because... I live in a little house. Oh, Cora, dear. Let in that loneliness. Here, now. Why? You're crying. Yes. Oh, yes, for the first time in 16 years. I'm a woman. And I'm a woman in love. John. John, take my arm. Take me down that front path. I want to unlock that gate and never, never close it again. I want to walk down the river road under that harvest moon. Again is James Hilton. Thank you, Loretta. You gave us a most enjoyable performance. I'm glad you liked it, Mr. Hilton. I certainly enjoyed being here. I understand you and your family are going east for the holidays. Loretta. Yes, we are. We're all spending Christmas with my husband's family this year. Well, then you should take along with our compliments one of the Hallmark Christmas card trains. Oh, how nice of you, Mr. Hilton. Thank you. You know, when I saw the ads on the Hallmark Christmas card train, I was wishing for one to take back with me. It's really a wonderful way to enjoy Christmas cards. Well, we hope you enjoy it, and do think of us often during the holidays. Oh, we certainly will. Now tell me, what are we going to have on Hallmark Playhouse next week? Next week, we shall tell a story about a man whose signature is perhaps the best known of any in this country's history, when we present our dramatization of Lorenzo Sears' book about John Hancock. And as our star, we are happy to welcome back Dana Andrews. Oh, that's wonderful. 
Our Hallmark Playhouse is every Thursday. Our producer-director is Bill Gay. Our music is composed and conducted by David Rose. And our story tonight was adapted by Leonard St. Clair. Until next week, then, this is James Hilton saying good night. Remember a Hallmark card when you carry enough to send the very best. Bertie Young will soon be seen starring in the Columbia picture, Paula. The role of John tonight was played by Ted DeCorcia. Margaret Clayton was Martha. Anne Whitfield, Sally. And Frank Martin played Jason Reeves. This is Frank Goss saying goodnight to you all until next week at this same time. When Hallmark Playhouse returns to present Dana Andrews in Lorenzo Sears' John Hancock. And the week following, our traditional Christmas presentation, Hertha Pauli's The Story of Silent Night on the Hallmark Playhouse. This is the CBS Radio Network. This is KMBC, Kansas City, Missouri.